Constance Sayers, President of Government Executive Media Group. I'm joined by the Director of America's Public Sector Region at Intel Corporation, Rick Herman. Today, we're going to be talking about how government leaders ensure their IT infrastructure meets the security needs of the 21st century. Rick, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Constance. It's great to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to share Intel's perspective on things and uh, share uh, things with our federal community. Let's dive right in. You've spent 30 years developing products and programs to help agencies meet modern needs while simultaneously helping them future-proof their systems and processes. So what's your advice for government leaders looking to meet today's IT needs, and how can they sustain these best practices long-term? I think in my experience, every successful government leader that I've spoken with and worked with over many years starts with a clear understanding of the mission. And they start with a clear understanding of the enterprise architecture needed to support that mission. I think equally important then is understanding the data in your enterprise, where it sits, how sensitive it is, to what lengths and what costs you'll go to to ensure the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of that data. At threat today is your intellectual property or potentially malicious intent from an insider threat. We know the risks and attack vectors continue to, to increase with mobility and connectivity. That trend was already well underway before COVID-19 with the Internet of Things, increased mobility, and a get the right data at the right time to the right decision, decision makers, irrespective of location. And right now that's clearly mapped out in the president's management agenda. But now in the work-from-home environment, those risk vectors become multiplied and amplified tenfold. And bad actors and adversaries will continue to try to exploit this moment and press, press their agenda. I think one of the things that um, I have experienced, seen, and best practices is constantly stress your, uh, stress your assumptions. Right? The, the organizations that have built resilience have not just thought through the worst case scenarios. They do more than just build a continuity plan. They put and test their assumptions, I think, as GSA did and has done. Uh, organizations may have developed plans because they were thinking about natural disasters or they were thinking about cyber threats. But in this complexity of today's environments, you have to go all the way, in my opinion, really stress test the environment and get as close to the real thing as feasible. That's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about how all this relates to security. So with more people and more government employees working from home and using different types of devices, firmware attacks are becoming a legitimate concern. So what steps can IT leaders take to get ahead of these threats? Can they get ahead of these threats? Yeah, I think uh, my first commentary is, is, is I, I think the, the public sector IT leaders have a very good sense of what the threats are today. Um, but I think one of the biggest challenges they face is often convincing a policymaker or convincing somebody that is holding the purse strings of the budget, you know, where the sweet spot is between mitigating the risk of those threats, making the right level of investment uh, to reduce that risk, and then choosing the right technology um, and standards. Um, so we see more persistence threats. We see uh, organizations like NIST advancing best practices and standards like SP193. Um, we see changing business models where we see organization and enterprise moving to device as a service, right, uh, specifically for security. So I think all of those things are kind of in play um, right now. 
I think that balancing is particularly difficult for those, as an example, in state and local and education and, and, and tribal enterprises, right? This is really hard work because the threats can be coming from criminal networks, they come in from nation states, or they could be coming from within, within you know, your own organization. So the challenge is, you know, particularly acute if you're understaffed and you're under budgeted to deal with it. Um, and the threat landscape is going to continue to change. So it requires, you know, constant vigilance, incredibly strong partnerships with industry in, 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 in key organizations like, like CISA as well as, as well as the ISACs. I think getting the basics right still matters, right? Adopting standards like DMARC, good procurement, patching, user education, not defaulting to least price technically acceptable, aligning to um, specific user personas as well as define, a defined set of technical requirements. So, you know, Intel within that scope of those challenges tries to ensure that users have a, a diversity of choice and capabilities um, at different costs, and we continue to advance technologies and our processors and chipsets in a way that enables our OEM partners, our OSV partners, our software partners to, to really come with a complete uh, solution. One example of that today is it manifests itself in a technology called Harder Shield, uh, which protects a device at the BIOS level from advanced firmware attacks, such as code injection, and ensures a secure and trusted boot. Now, this is all part of Intel's Enterprise vPro um, solution, which was launched in 2007, and which we bring to market with you know a, a very, very broad ecosystem uh, across the industry. Are there other specific tools that agencies can use to prevent attacks? Yeah, I, I think when we think about tools, I think of kind of three areas. I think of technology, I think of tactics, and I think of techniques. Um, so, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but ensuring that, you know, you're not forced to into a least price technically acceptable uh, solution. Uh, how do you make the constructive business case that finds the right place between risk, cost, in the best possible technology. That takes a lot of hard work. Uh, it requires deep partnerships with industry to understand what the solutions are, what that perspective is, and uh, looking at technology like, like vPro and Hardware Shield, which can mitigate the, the risks. The tactics are the hygiene, right? The, the, the basic cyber hygiene, it's the right architecture, it's procurement, it's imaging, it's aligning the right technology to user personas. Again, while balancing standards, controlling costs and mitigating risks. And, and, and having really great motivated people and partners um, in, in terms of the, the techniques, right? Those very highly skilled individuals that really understand all the things you need to do to secure the enterprise and ensure day-to-day -day really sound cyber, cyber hygiene. But my last thought on this is really about process. Um, and, and big organizations build up a lot of process over time, right? They often do that, do that for all the right reasons, right? But process often takes on a life of its own. So, so in responding to the COVID crisis, I think one of the things that 
we've learned is how to move more quickly, how to focus and prioritize on what's truly important. And that's allowed us to eliminate a lot of process overhead that pre in, in prior times, in normal operating times, we thought were, were, were really in, important, but in fact, we're, we're slowing us down. So, you know, when I talked about stress testing early, I think that's a really important thing for all organizations to do as, as part of continuity of operation and, and, and planning. Um, and I think it can really help organizations optimize their pr uh, process to improve decision making and, and move with more velocity and speed. So I really appreciate the chance to, to be here today and share our perspective uh, with our federal community. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. And thanks to everyone out there listening. Be sure to tune into our next podcast episode where Rick will be back to talk about how agencies can support a productive remote workforce. Intel Technologies may require enabled hardware, software, or service activation. No product or component can be absolutely secure.